0: this is Doug McPherson from size 10 and a half boots welcoming you not to the latest coffee cast but actually to the first ever cafe cast because now restrictions are starting to slacken off a little bit I've managed to grab today's guest in a cafe in downtown Snenton market Nottingham and that guest is Simon Gorman from Simjor. hi Simon
1: hi how you doing
0: All right, all the better to be actually doing this in person rather than over yet another video call.
1: I know, I'm glad I'm not doing another video call, to be honest. And after that breakfast I've just eaten, I'm not sure if my answers are going to actually be normal or if I'll uh, half pass out from a food coma. Right. (laughs) So, you've just had a coffee. Yep. How was it? It was good. good the breakfast was better, to be honest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, today we are going to talk about how to write content for search engines rather than for your firm or just to underline your technical abilities. It's actually you know, driving content that's gonna generate what it should do, and that's inquiries. So why should you start the writing process for any new piece of content by thinking about the search engines?
1: I mean, fun- fundamentally that's the, the goal to be visible on that first page, whether that is for the question that you want to be or for some similar questions that you need to satisfy that service and for me you have to strip it right back go back to basics and think how do you satisfy that audience what is the need that they're looking for so what are your clients asking why are they why are they asking it what are you getting asked on a day-to-day basis and what do your clients need to know? And is there a way that you can write content targeted to those searches and those, those questions that they're asking that can support your clients and reduce worries?
0: Now, this is a really interesting point because sometimes people use content to get too in-depth and really start picking across you know, the different points of law and that kind of thing. If I'm hearing you correctly, what you're saying is, it's about the simple questions that they ask you. Because what you really want is for them to get in touch afterwards and ask you for more detail, because that's how you're going to turn content into work.
1: You want to give away a little bit and just enough, but for me, it's, back to that, I don't really like the phrase, but it's satisfying your audience and satisfying the need that they want. So a good example would be, we'll use a startup business. Their their main worries as a business are getting money in and sort of selling products and trying to sell the, sell those uh, services to businesses now if you can take away a bit of the pressure without with a piece of content that they can find online easily yes. you're doing a job you're adding value so we'll use uh, some IP advice it's how do you how do you protect those those your business in an IP situation the, the person that's searching that is clearly worried about something
0: well this is a conversation I was having only yesterday with um, it was an IP solicitor at an IP firm. The stuff that ranks best on their website is when do I need a patent? What is a patent? It's not pulling apart the latest piece of legislation or some in-depth case commentary from a decision at the EPO recently.
1: And I think that, that's the key thing. It's the simple stuff that ranks well because they are the, the worries, the questions, yeah. if, what th- those people need. And you still need the in-depth stuff on there. That's, that's key because people will go on to look second, second click, third click, fourth, fourth stage of, of the journey to find those in-depth articles. They are still as important, but you're going to get less traction through those pages than you are, you know, how can I protect my idea from being copied, for example? Yes. Which is a day-to-day worry of a business. So
0: the next question I'm often asked when we get into this discussion with clients is, how do you overcome that writer's block? How do you actually pick topics I think it's, for a ready-made audience?
1: I think it's down to, down to there's a couple of things. It's, you need to think about what you're dealing with day to day. And odds on you're dealing with things day to day that are gonna give you those, that content straight away. The questions you're being asked on the phone regularly, the emails you're getting in, the quick two second comment that you make to somebody as an answer to something. That's probably content. That's probably simple content, yes. probably gold. But actually you can do research, you can do key, key, there's plenty of tools and keyword planners which I can quite happily connect with me on LinkedIn and, or Twitter and drop me a message and I can point you in the direction of that. And there's a bit of a common misconception at the I moment. Google loves this thought leadership tag tag of, be a thought leader, go out there, say something edgy, say something different, Well, yeah, get your traffic because you're saying something different, which is a given. But the keywords are still the foundations of those documents and still and those blogs because they're still answering the questions that your your business is looking looking to answer so that that those keywords underpin those articles and answer the questions so you need to be thinking about once you've gotten into those keyword tools the search search volumes understanding what your wrong keywords are because yeah. understanding what the right ones are is very important but also the wrong ones are equally important because you don't want to rank for those things, so you don't want to mention them in, in the copy. Understand the intent behind it. Why are people searching it? Because there's different ways of searching for things. If, uh, just because a phrase has been searched for one thing doesn't mis- mean it's the same intent that you want, want it to be. Yeah. So uh, if a divorce might be the example. It might be somebody going through a divorce or somebody looking for a divorce. There's well, different intent.
0: Uh, no, I'm not... speaking as somebody who uses probably google alerts far too often the trademark one always makes me laugh because you'll get all the way down and it'll talk about you know counterfeiting and trademarking and protecting and enforcing and all that kind of good stuff but then all of a sudden you'll get harry kane scores a trademark goal or kim kardashian turns up in trademark lipstick and Um, high heels or whatever it might be and and that's that's uh, the intent exactly and it's picking it up
1: uh, and I'd also look at uh, researching resu- resources and uh, looking at the amount of content that's already existing on those things. So if something exists and it's really high competition, you could be way down the list. Go, yeah. go for your easy wins and your easy picks. There's uh, long tail keywords or something to look at. They've got the lower search volumes. So for the less sophisticated so sh- short term,
0: digital marketer,
1: short term would be. Oh black shoes yeah yeah long term would be best black shoes available in nottingham yeah so on your legal thing it might be divorce it's going to be really high competition we'll then go for i'm getting divorced what happens to the children what happens to the children what three steps happen during the divorce process what's the final final point of the divorce gotcha so they're likely to be lower search terms but probably more targeted to what your audience is looking for. So actually a better quality, which will will increase a conversion.
0: No, that makes sense. And you actually hit upon something or just mentioned it in passing rather when we started talking and that was, what questions are your clients asking you? And I always think, you know, with an FAQ, you can define frequently. If you think it's a good question and two people have asked it, stick the word down in 350 words or less and get it up on your on your yeah. website because it's going to be something that other people are searching for.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd say if you've been asked the question, it's a question, it's a, it's a piece of content.
0: And one of the other things, and I'll be interested in your take on this, one of the other sources of inspiration for new content is the news. So if there has been... Oh, I hate to use this because it's making me cringe even, you know because I am about to use it as an example, but that Caterpillar thing with Aldi and Marks and Spencers, that was all over the news. Is that good stuff to jump on? Or again, is that just going to get lost because everybody's talking about it?
1: If you're going to jump on it, you need to jump on it quickly. Yeah. And there can be no messing around. It's got to be out. If that breaks, something like that. I think we did a good example of it in my past job. We got that, in. it was in one of the mainstream large newspapers that picked it up because we We saw it, we responded to it, we had an article up and pushed out yeah. within, I think it was in within an hour. And you've this is got, where you've got think... to be very, very, very quick, and that sort of heads into sort of digital PR and your... Don't like this phrase either. news hijacking and bits like that to jump on the trends that are going round. It
0: tends to be, in my experience anyway, it's it's family solicitors that are really good at this. If there's an instance of domestic violence in Coronation Street, they'll have a a yeah. blog up about it and, you know, trying to encourage people to come forward to talk to them yeah. and, and get their support. Um but like you say it's gotta be it's gotta, it's be, gotta quick, be quick. Yeah. And it's gotta be there if you're gonna feel the benefit of it. Um again just talking to somebody this week just came back to me that we were talking about doing this kind of news-based content, and they said, "Yeah," but then it kind of sits in marketing's inbox for two weeks and doesn't quite get posted because it's not on their schedule. And it's, all, it's just a complete waste of time writing it because you can't you can't post it two weeks after the no, event. it's literally can you? got
1: to be within twelve hours. I'd say yeah, sooner. Yeah, get, get it out, get it out, get it out very quickly.
0: Very good. So. How do you actually talk the search engines into finding your content rather than your competitors, if you're all writing about similar things?
1: If you're all writing about similar things, again, I use this phrase a lot, it's back, stripping it back. You've got to make sure that you've got the right amount of keywords in there, your titles are clear, it's SEO'd properly, you've got all key questions answered, it's structured properly, there's plenty of tools on WordPress and things like that. Those traffic lights need to be absolutely green, you your tags need to be correct. Your slogans need to be correct. The ways that you're going to add that extra of value is making it interesting to read to people. Yeah. Because it's all right ticking all the boxes for SEO and search terms, but if it says residential property in Leeds 33 times in the first couple of sentences, you're going to get a Google penalty for one and no one's going to read it because they're going to be fed up with it. So it's got to be catchy. It's got to, you've got to be giving them something, as in you've got to give them something that they're interested in and something to hang, to make them stick on the page. You've got to promote it, obviously. So you, there's no point in writing a piece of content, sticking it on your website and just saying a small prayer, hoping it sticks at the top of Google, get it out on your social channels, point every LinkedIn post at that. Get what, those. what about backlinks? Backlinks are good, depending on what they are. <laughs> depending on what they are. So it's all one about of the if things, you
0: get... One of the things that I've done recently while producing uh, producing blog content for, for one of our clients, where there's mention of new legislation actually linking it back to the gov.co.uk yeah. UK site and the, the actual page which is which has got the proper
1: yeah.
0: defined summary of, of that piece of legislation.
1: They there is are their ideal, but there's also the uh, there's also the See, that's
0: that, that live right there, folks, was the Trials and Tribulations of doing a cafe cast rather than a coffee cast, because two huge big drums of oil. vegetable oil have just been dragged across the floor, as you probably heard. Sorry.
1: Uh, so you're sort of heading towards a bit of digital PR there, where you, if your content's produced, you need to ask the, where it's produced for a backlink to the site, because that'll yes. add strength to it, and you're also cross links to your different pages as well but also you've got your tags what you need to use H1, 2 and 3 think of it like a film or a book H1 is tell me what the, what it is yeah. very quickly film title it's X H2 is your slogan as yeah. we'll call it and 3 are your chapters so break it down make sure you've got those tagged correctly and then make sure you've got friendly URLs as well because otherwise they'll not get picked up it's a real mix of everything that makes things fly up the rankings
0: And you're an old hand at the coffee casting. We're both debutantes at the cafe cast, but you are an old hand on the coffee cast. You know that we like to um, end with three top tips. Um, And I know you've given loads and loads of practical advice there. So, but just in closing, what, what would your three tips be for producing search engine friendly content?
1: I would first, my number one would be, look at what your clients are asking. That's gotta be it for your, the writing process, yeah. Your clients are the people you want to be reading it, or future clients, if your clients are asking it odds your on your prospective clients yeah, are, asking, are probably it. asking it, and you're going to be also solving a bit of a worry for them because that's what they're probably going to be searching for, yeah. Uh, and easing that worry by producing a short piece of content saves you one a phone call and, and your time and adds value straight away. They might share it to a business partner, you don't know where it's going to end up, your piece of content. Uh, I'd also go and make sure you send it to them as well if if you write something that you think is useful to people send them a personal email with it on it just makes sense (laughs) it's just a better idea Uh, I would also say it's got to be research so you're researching using the keyword tools Uh, make sure you're carrying out that research and then understanding what that research looks like so looking at search volumes and understanding what your keywords shouldn't be Uh, and then so my last point would be make sure it's an interesting read because it's as much as the search engines are computer led it's the people who are reading it and if it's not interesting they're
0: going to come off it
1: straight away that's my three
0: wise words simon as always thanks very much no problem for uh, for coming all this way <laughs> and eating all that food yeah, be before fair. doing this
1: yeah, i'm gonna fall asleep on the train <laughs> back now
0: um that's it for this episode of the Cafe Cast. And if you want to look at any of our content, you can do so at tenandahalf.co.uk or you can follow the links through at BD in Law. If you want to be a guest in an upcoming coffee cast, then it's douglas at tenandahalf.co.uk. And if you've got any questions about marketing or business development, just drop me a line at exactly the same address. But until the next time, cheerio.